0: Infill is great. Um, with infill development, we don't have to add streets. We don't have to add water lines, sewer lines, storm sewer lines. Uh, and, and uh, you know, this, this happened to be an infill parcel where the building was actually torn down.
1: Another multiple housing development on the horizon for Hayes. I'm Becky Kaiser with Hayes Post and Eagle Radio. I'll talk with Hayes Vice Mayor Sandy Jacobs and City Manager Toby Doherty about it on this episode of The Post Podcast. Toby, yesterday we had our financial report statement from our financial director, Kim Rupp, and our information about our sales taxes, which we depend on for our general fund pretty much, we're looking pretty good.
0: Sales taxes are have been holding steady all year. They've been growing. Um, I believe part of that is just we have a bustling economy here, and, and our economy really shown no signs of slowing down, and part of it's inflation. Um, As you pay more for a product or a service, you're going to pay more sales tax. And and so, therefore, that results in higher sales tax receipts to us. But that's good because everything we're doing costs more money, too. So hopefully we we stay ahead of the curve.
1: And I know when you were working on the budget and Deputy Director Colin Belzer was presenting information to the commissioners, Sandy, he talked about uh, Hayes being currently a good draw i've forgotten the term now pull pull good pull pull Mm -hmm. for people Mm -hmm. coming into shop in the city
2: it absolutely is and we're one of the few areas that's actually that pull number's growing um and and i think mayor said it best last night when he was talking about people loving to come to this community there's there's we used to have one or two destinations we've got a lot of destinations within this community that bring a lot of different kind of people so I think it's going to keep going, and I was saying to Toby this morning, I think we have a big problem, and I, he kind of looked at me. We have so much going on. We have so much e- economic activity going on, social activity going on. It's just a great community, great place to be.
1: It is. It's wonderful, and we welcome everybody to town this week, and let's talk about some of the motions that were made uh, by the city commission. Toby, this is exciting. Not only do we have... A new fire station under construction on the northwest part of town. Let's see, that's 45th and post? 41st and post. 41st and post on the northwest side of town. And uh, the connectivity to that building is something that they need, but it's also going to affect the actual data servers, kind of the the farm, if you will, for the entire city. IT Director Chad Reuter is just beside himself with excitement about this.
0: <laughs> exactly. We have uh, tried to connect all of our city buildings with fiber. And um, right now, I think we have solid, once this project's complete, we'll have solid ways to be the only only outlier. And we, we have an, a concept to work with the county for their, their landfill to, to get those connected to fiber in the future. But um, when we envisioned the new fire station, um, in addition to fiber connectivity, we thought about the concept of building a new server room in the station and then allowing IT to transfer their servers to the to the new facility. Um, the servers are in City Hall and City Hall's in a floodplain, and it, it is right in the middle of a floodplain. And mm-hmm. I've I've Chad Reuter, the IT director, and I have been there in the middle of the night when the floodwaters are coming through City Hall, you know, picking mm. computers off the floor. Um, and it's just not a good setting. The, the room it's in wasn't designed as a server room. Um, there was a time they had a, a pipe in the ceiling break, and um, so we had to put some shields in for that. So having a dedicated room that's not in a floodplain, that's built to withstand pretty much every element uh, possible is going to be good for us, and it'll, it'll help keep our data protected.
1: And you mentioned that this is kind of a project being done In connection with the county something new on their side as well
0: right uh we we exercised some cost savings um with the county because the county's building a new public works facility on uh, north north 183 and they would like fiber connectivity to that building so um, we went out for a bid that would um, um, have a, a, a joint line running to a certain point and then Um, At one point, the line will split over to our facility and then the county facility, but we can share the cost in that initial probably third of it. Um, So it keeps the cost down for both entities.
2: You know, Becky, I'd like to interject for a minute here, because that's really more important from a standpoint of who we are as a community than it is on the cost savings. Um, I remember when I became a commissioner almost six years ago, one of the goals that I and others had was really Getting a better working relationship, not from under the commission levels, but on county and city, but at the commission levels. And I think you've seen in the last six months, six, eight, ten months, um, there's a lot of that going on. And the way our people work together Everybody should be proud of them because we work as a net one entity on these on these situations, and not only do they say does it save money, gives us opportunity to look at other ways and and grow together. Absolutely, Wonderful. Absolutely.
1: Well, listen speaking of growth, Toby, there was also approval of a final plat for what is termed the KCWI edition, uh, just off Twenty Seventh and No. well, now i've lost 22nd. my location 22nd and canterbury where uh, in the nursing home used to be and there is an area that is going to most likely be worked up towards multifamily housing and this is kind of interesting because it's infill and the city likes infill
0: infill is great um with infill development we don't have to add streets we don't have to add water lines sewer lines storm sewer lines uh and and uh, you know, this, this happened to be an infill parcel where the building was actually torn down. Um, this was the site of the old St. John's nursing home. Um, it was torn down when Via Christi was built. So it's immediately north of Via Christi, be the vacant lot, between Henry and Canterbury, um, north of Via Christi. And so the, um, the person that owned the property replatted it. There is an existing row of, I'm going to call them studio units right along Canterbury, um, that were kind of independent living units when St. John's was, was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are being renovated um, for, for uses as multifamily housing. And then the developer, uh, the commission approved last night, uh, there'll be six lots on the property. There'll be four lots um, facing Henry that will either be duplexes or fourplexes. And then there's two lots in the middle that will be uh, multifamily <coughs> apartment type complexes. And so it's a great example of end fill development. And you know, it, just taking it with with duplexes. If you have if you have two ten units and and, and, and four duplexes, that's twenty eight units, and we didn't add any streets, water, sewers. So that's very good.
2: We see that when we travel. And it, it, numbers of years ago, as a city commission, we were re, doing retreat, and we were in Manhattan, and we made the opportunity to look around, and there was a lot of that going down. This weekend, I happened to be in Kansas City and went to the home shows. biggest, I mean, the biggest changes that I see are infill in the city. They're going in and tearing down these little old houses and building beautiful houses. We, people are starting to understand where our costs are involved. Our cost comes when we have to put all new infrastructure in.
1: You had a comment that I think raised a couple of eyebrows last night, Toby, when you said having high land prices, which we do somewhat, and Hayes is kind of known for that, that is not necessarily a bad thing
0: it's, it's not all bad. Um, it's bad because it can, um, it can restrict development that would not naturally happen. Um, and, and, and we have heard that anecdotally. Um, and then through our economic development group, Grow Hayes about, you know, entity X, entity Y that's ready to be here. They've it's on their, it's on their corporate radar. They've got the money in place. They just can't make the deal work because of the land prices. Um, so in that regard, it's a little frustrating, but, um, it also acts as a um, um, catalyst for infill development. And the way I like to describe it, sort of like a balloon, um, in a low, if, if your balloon doesn't have a lot of surface tension pressure, it'll just keep expanding, okay? And so when land prices are really cheap, there's going to be this desire to just keep expanding outward because there's no restriction to stop that. When you get a little restriction, a little surface tension going out, that creates more pressure inside. And that's what we're seeing is the the pressure on the outside because the land prices is creating more people's opportunity on the inside because the numbers work better by tearing down a building. And last night I talked about the Scooter's Coffee House, um, talked about the um, there's just there's a gun shop just north of Scooter's Coffee House that was um, that was a um, um, an old an old Chinese restaurant. Um, You know, the infill development that went on. You don't have to go back very far. I think 15 years ago. Um, before the Commerce Bank was built at 22nd and Vine, before the Ellis County facility was built, before anything on the west side or on, I'm sorry, on the south side of 22nd Street was built, the Munch Fitnesses and the No Clinic and all of that, um, that was either vacant lots or a closed down lumber yard. Yes, I remember. Um, and, and now it's a thriving corridor. And again, we didn't add one street, one water line, one sewer line. So infill is, is just a great thing to happen and keeps the community viable.
1: Let's talk about something that was uh, voted on in in uh, the consent agenda. This is almost a housekeeping item, to, item Toby, that regarding the shopping, regarding uh, the Hayes Mall and the CID there. They asked for an extension but we want to explain to people what that is. It does not actually change any of the agreements in terms of the CID itself. What is this 18-month extension for?
0: So the um, the mall has a CID in place, and it allows them to submit expenditures for reimbursement by the, the, the community improvement district proceeds, and then that's an extra one-cent sales tax at the mall. Um, there was a deadline uh, that they had put in the application uh, on those expenditures, and um they did most of it for the Ollie's uh, when, when Ollie's came in, but they still have some money they they could be reimbursed for under the CID, um, but the deadline expired. So they asked for that to be extended. Um, they would like to spend it in a couple other parts of the mall to help um, bring some new business to the, to the mall.
1: Sandy, I want to give you the last word. You had some great things to say, and you do this all the time, talk about how great the employees are for Hayes and how important it is to keep them happy so to speak and what a great job they do for us you had a personal um interaction with some in I think you said it was your alleyway in and the alleyway they mm-hmm. you were they were telling you they were going to be there every day regularly to check on this situation you're like yeah right and
2: yes they are they were amazing they had uh, my husband actually heard the truck whenever we hear a truck in the alley we get a little nervous so I go out <laughs> looking and truck down There had been a little sewer backup down on the corner. Well, the city noted that immediately. We have people that come out and take care of our sewers, build new sewers, so forth, companies we use. And the guys were absolutely wonderful. There were two of them. They had no idea it was a commissioner. Um, But they talked about their commitment to that not going any further than it does. They explained to me why it's backing up, what's happening, and committed to me that they're coming by every couple days to look at it until it gets repaired. And by darn, if I'm not seeing that truck down every couple days looking our people care about this community not just as a job but as a community and toby that was an opportunity for one of the commissioners to talk about um, that's
1: that's why we have our mill levy set where it is so that we do have the availability to stay ahead of things like that
0: the this commission and and commissions in the past that i've worked for have been very clear that um if we own assets we take care of those assets we do preventative maintenance we replace it when necessary because as, as you know, whether it's a car or a house, it's always going to cost you more um, if you don't proactively take care of it. And and we, luckily we live in a community that, that has good sales tax revenues and, and, and good property values that allow us to